Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. See ham on the track. You know how we do it, man. Oh, boy, CHP, see the phenol. Hey, you.
Locks and the Tailgate crew. My name is Jermaine. The main event is in the building. So excited to be a part of you guys again for this special episode of the Tailgate crew. Back in the press box again on a Wednesday night. Uh, so glad to be a part of the Live by Terrence Network. Uh, shout out to the man T-Rex. Um, you know, coming to you live and direct, you know, from, from the press box as usual for me. Um, been a lot of a lot of sad stories going around, man. I just want to dedicate this this special show to the uh, to the memory of, of a good friend of mine who, uh, very very pretty girl, very nice girl by the name of Courtney Thomas, and uh, she lost her life a couple of days ago in a car accident. Uh, met her I met her a few years ago, and this is a girl, man. She had a lot of a lot of good things going for her. She's a college graduate. Had some, um, had a great job. Had some things going on for, her. and uh, she died way too soon. She died at the age of 24. And uh, this go, this this episode goes out to her, her family, uh, her her little brother Street Smith, who is the son of of uh, of contributor Scott Smith. Uh, Shouts out to Scott and, and his family. Um, and uh hope that little street is doing okay. I hope he took the news in a somewhat good manner. Um, you know, I had this conversation with a friend of mine last night, man, and I asked I asked I had to literally ask him ask him, I said, you know, why does God take the good the good people away from us so early? And when I asked him that he said he wished he knew too. And then you know, after after you know, we we got off the phone. I had to I had to literally stop and take a breath and step back a little bit because while I was mourning the physical loss of somebody, my my, my uncle always told me, you know, he he the one said they said a eulogy at a funeral that that I was at for my aunt, and uh, he said um, instead of mourning the loss. We should be celebrating the rebirth, the rebirth in the spiritual sense, because they are now doing God's work. God has brought them into His fold, and He has deemed them to be ready to do His work. So I had to, I had to take a step back. I had to think about that for a few, uh, for a few moments, because God is never wrong, and when He takes, when He takes away from us, you know, when it's time to do His work, it's time to do His work. So. I just want to make sure that everybody knows, man, if you have somebody out there that has lost loved ones, that has lost people, man, just make sure you don't you don't go to bed mad. Make sure you tell somebody you love them. Make sure that anybody that's close to you, man, you tell them you love them because you never know when that when that last time you're going to you're going to have to talk to them, you know? So I mean, instead of me doing a devotional tonight, man, which I which I had a good one, I just felt like I need to talk to you and tell you guys, man. You know, I love every each and every last one of you, and I'm and I'm glad that you're able to listen to this show tonight and and everything, man, because this is, you know, I don't know if we're living in the last days. I don't I, mean, I don't care about it. I don't I, I don't I hope that we're not, you know, but I just hope that 
you know, we we get back to loving each other. I hope that we get back to to being that family again, you know, and not no strife and, you know, whether you're on one side of the aisle or the other, you know, this this is bigger than us, you know. So tell somebody that's love them and uh, Courtney will definitely miss you. Rest in peace to you. We're going to take a quick station break. We'll be right back. We're going to jump right into the show, y'all. Y'all stay tuned.
Welcome back to the Fresh Box and Tailgate Crew. My name is Jermaine. The main event is in the building. Man, just just talking about some college football from this past weekend. You know, we saw some saw some great games this past weekend. We saw Michigan beat up on the little brother. We saw uh, Auburn get back to their winning ways. Even though I think it was just it was one of those victories that you had to have because you're you're facing a sticky defense. You know, so I'm not really giving them any kind of kudos for that. I'm just glad that they got a win and they got the offense going. Um, Alabama was status quo. I actually smoked a cigar for the first time in in in, in my life um, with the with the, with the Alabama fans. Um, Kyler Murray, who I think is is the front runner for the Heisman, along with Tua Tagovailoa, and uh, also. Uh, Ed Oliver, who's putting himself up there as well. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm really thinking really really hard about about this, and and in in that regard, you look at you look at Alabama and what they've done, scoring 58 points, and you look at what you look at what Oklahoma's doing. Uh, with their 52 points they put up against TCU, I just wonder with with semifinals coming up and everything, and with that first college football playoff poll coming in, where does my man T-Rex see Alabama, Oklahoma, Georgia, and Clemson? In that top four, T Rex, your thoughts and how you doing tonight? Doing well. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Chilling in the press box like always. Just, I, I'm really excited about the about this college football playoff poll that's going to come out uh, this this coming this next Wednesday, next Tuesday, actually, seven o'clock ESPN. If you're if you're wondering. Also, you know, if you have special access to the actual uh, phone call that goes out um, beforehand, you know, letting you know the polls, you know, uh, like I did for a couple of years when I was working at a call center uh, doing that call, especially every Tuesday. Very excited about that call, but very excited about about the top four. I think I, I think I'm pretty accurate in that top four. I don't know the order of that top four. Uh, I think five and six are pretty much up for grabs as well. T-Rex? Of course, you know Alabama is number one. They are just demolishing everybody. The game is pretty much boring to watch. It, it really is. But it's all because they are a great team. They They are pretty good on both sides of the ball. I think their secondary is still kind of suspect. Really hasn't been challenged 
because of the point of the offense is just so prolific. And that where, front seven. Where, and, and that front seven where they putting up 21 to 28 points in the first quarter. And so we pretty much get in a frantic mode where you either try to compete or you just like just go ahead and just close up shop and everybody just pack up and go home and not even really play their best. But you look at Clemson. Clemson. I think they're still pretty good. You know, you got Lawrence as the quarterback now. He's pretty much a your pretty uh, prototypical sir. Uh, can run any offense, and he could throw the deep ball. He's pretty accurate in what he's doing. I can see Clemson uh, being number two with that front seven because those guys came back. They came back for a mission because what Alabama did to them last season because they could easily have gone the first round of the NFL draft uh, this past year. But they came back. They they want they want to win a national championship. That's that's the only reason why they decided to come back. Dabo Sweeney is, is a great coach there. They respect everything that they are doing. Notre Dame, man, I put them in the top four. Even though you can question the schedule or whatever, but Dorsa Dame is, is very special to uh, to college football in general. And yeah, they, the undefeated Dorsa Dame team should definitely be in the top four. And I could see them going 12-0 and 0 going into the college football playoffs. You know, that's a solid That's a solid two or three teams. What's that number four team for you? What was the number? What was the number four team on your list? Well, I didn't give you a list. I just gave Word. you. I just gave you some schools out there. I gave you Alabama. I gave you Clemson. I gave you Oklahoma. I gave you. Um, I gave you uh, Ohio State. Gave you um, Georgia. You know. Okay. I throw Georgia in there as well. Okay. Well, we got we got to see about Georgia. You know they they they, they had that loss. Against LSU, right? Yeah, I mean, and it's a quality loss. So I mean, right. LSU would have won loss to a, a one loss Florida team too. So right. a two loss Florida team. So and then, I mean, and, and then we got to look at November the third, the right. Alabama LSU game, which is pretty much the de facto SEC quarter final of the playoffs. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't uh, necessarily call it the fact of quarter final. Well yeah yeah for, I get for, you for, for LSU's sake it is. Yeah 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 they yeah. number five or whatever and on my list to make it. But Oklahoma, mm-hmm. yes, I, I, I could see Oklahoma being number four, but then you gotta remember that Texas Texas is lurking too. Even though they had that first opening game loss to Maryland they have been willing off wins ever since then. And that and that opening season loss to Maryland actually looks even worse than what it is now because yeah. Maryland is three and three now. Right. But yeah, I thought four out there and 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 ran and, and in this order. I mean, I, I would go Alabama, I would go Clemson, I would I would sneak Oklahoma I would sneak Oklahoma in there. Um, I would even go. I would even go Ohio State, and then my first, then the first two out would be Notre Dame and Georgia. I I I, I see it that way because I mean, and then you have LSU at seven. I mean, and and look at it this way. I mean, I'm looking at the strength of schedule. I'm looking at at the losses that they have and everything that's involved in that. 
Yes, you got an undefeated Notre Dame team. Yes, you got an undefeated Notre Dame team that didn't that has not played well in their in their in some of those wins. Ball State was was a was a costly loss was a costly win, but a loss all at the same time because it didn't play well at all in that game. They had to come from behind that game. You look at Pittsburgh, the way they played Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's not a great team this year, but this could be this could be one of those years where you have a team that's independent sneak in. UCF and USF, I mean, they're pretty much out of it because of where they play at in an American conference, and the American conference wasn't invited into that into that uh, Power Six. So, that being said, I can see the arguments that we're about to have here, and I already know what argument that we're going to have. You you mentioned Ohio State. When they lost to Purdue. Let me let me say this, and 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 and, and I and I actually misspoke on that, and that that's my fault, because I was actually thinking Ohio State and how they got their butts handed to them. So let me rephrase on that. <laughs> I'm very sorry about that because I like when I thought about, it, I was like, yeah, they just they just got they just got their butt handed to them by a good, I would say the best three and four team in the in the nation. Well, best three and four team in the nation Apparently. in Purdue. I mean. Purdue, the way they played against Missouri, the way they played against Northwestern, the way they played those first three games, the way they played, they were better than most undefeated teams in those first three games. They just could not tackle. They still can't tackle. But Nick Holt, David Blau, Jeff Jeff Brom, they should stand up and take a friggin' bow. I mean, take a bow. I mean, especially, especially Nicole, take a bow, son. I mean, you, you, you shut down a team that's averaging close to close to 45 points a game, 46 points a game almost. You shut them down, and they only scored 20 points against you. You beat them by 29. So when you put Ohio State in there, yeah, that was a bad loss. Let me rephrase what I was going to say. If I'm going to if I'm going to put a number four in there, and I'm sorry and I'm sorry for putting Ohio State in there, that was my bad. <laughs> I, I I would have to go. I mean, if I'm going to go with anybody, I, I would have to go Georgia four. I mean, Georgia four or no? No, I take that back. Uh, Georgia will still be number six. Still be number six. I would have to go LSU at four. I would have to go LSU four. I would have to go Notre Dame five. I would have to go Georgia six, only because Georgia. I I, I don't know what we're gonna see out of Georgia this week, and I'm kind of scared to see what they're gonna do to Florida. Do I want to see an informed Florida team move up in the race for the SEC East, or do you want to see a pissed off Georgia team in against against Auburn on November tenth? I mean that's the question that we have we all have to answer. But they've also got a de facto SEC East championship game on November third against Kentucky. So yeah. you know, that being said, I mean you look at you know, the month of November for both Auburn and Georgia, this is almost like a murderer's row for them. Even though they've got games in between their big rivalry games. This could be a big, a big murder row type type finish for Georgia. You know, Kentucky. 
you know, you go into Kentucky, you got Auburn, and you go into Georgia Tech. So this could be a barnstorming finish for for the Georgia Bulldogs. It also can be the beginning of the end for Gus Malzahn if he doesn't get a win against either Georgia or Alabama. I mean, there's still those rumors that are that are abound and or especially at Auburn. Jared Stidham has all but said all but said it. He is gonna come back for a senior year. He has not said he has not said it publicly yet, but according to a lot of sources and a lot of people that that I know around Auburn University, that I know in the sports information department, that I know personally that's around the program. Jared Stidham has been thoroughly talking about coming back for his senior year. And if that's not the I mean if that's the case with an improved defense and an improved offensive line, which I hope happens, don't seem like it's gonna happen. But with an improved offensive line next year, could this be could next year be the year for Auburn if Jerry Stidham stays there or if Malik Willis takes over or if Joey Gatewood or or shall I say a guy like uh, Sandberg takes over Court Sandberg, who they say is probably a better athlete than Gatewood and Malik are, but Malik's the number two guy. Any thoughts? You already know how I feel about Gus Malzahn's offense. <laughs> the ideal quarterback for that offense is a scrambler, someone that can run the read option pass, not a pocket passer. You saw how successful it was with Nick Marshall there. And, of course, great Cam Newton, 2010, when Gus Malzahn was the coordinator there. You saw how great that, that offense was 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 uh, was run with a dual-threat quarterback. Now, Stidham, yes, he, he is made for the NFL. He has an NFL-ready arm. But – he is more built for a pro style offense than trying to run a read pass. You offense. know, you know, a lot of people try. A lot of people try to generalize Jared Stidham as a as a pocket passer, but I'm gonna throw this out here at you. When he was recruited out of high school, he was the number one dual threat quarterback in the nation out of Stephenville High School, Stephenville, Texas. So when he went to Baylor, he was a four. He was a four 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 five guy. When he had that ankle injury, that's a lot of things changed. A lot of things slowed down for him. A lot of things picked up for him. You saw more of his arm strength than you did his legs. Am I saying that? Dare I say that to be to be facetious? No, I'm saying that because you look at a Jared Stidham when he puts it together, has receivers that he should have in regards to this, and you think about what he has. Think about what he has, T-Rex. You've got a Ryan Davis. You've got Darius Slayton, who's dropping balls all over the place now. You've got Anthony Schwartz, who can catch the ball. You've got a Matthew Hill, who can catch the ball. But you don't have that running back that you need. You don't have that running back that you need to run the offense. If you had a running back that he can that he, that he can that he can have to give you a thousand yards and then to give you the play action passing, then you would see a different Auburn team. You don't see that Auburn team 
that was going for the juggler with every pass like he did last year. You don't see that on team that runs a jet sweep. And you've got three guys that can run a jet sweep. You finally you run a jet sweep for the first time in three games. The last time you ran the jet sweep, you ran it with Eli Stove, and you shut down Eli Stove for the rest of the year. You shut down Will Hastings for the rest of the year in the same game, from the same game. So you finally put Anthony Schwartz back there, and you let him run the ball, who's a guy who's world-class speed, 2020 Olympic hopeful in the 100 meters. I mean, holds the world junior record, 10.15, 100-yard, 100-meter dash. I mean, so you look at a guy like Anthony Schwartz, you look at a guy like like Matthew Hill, who's a multi-sport athlete, who's a multi-sport guy. So there's no way, no way that Auburn should be should have the record that they have right now. No way. There's no way. Six and six. Oh my God. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's brutal, man. Six and six. You got a brutal next five games. The only winnable game you got left in there is the only, the only winnable game you got left is is the game before Alabama. So I mean that just tells you a lot right there. But getting back onto the tangent that we were on, you know, I, I mean you can't leave Michigan out of that either. But you know Michigan's probably seven. I mean, especially next year. I mean, next year if, the, if Shea Patterson does not leave for the draft, which I don't think he should leave anyway. You know, Michigan's Michigan's real good. You know, um, I mean, South Florida, Central Florida. You gotta put them. You gotta put them in there. Could those be two teams that could break the bank in the American? Well, of course they play each other at the end of the year, but. Can they both make the New Year Six? <laughs> I mean, does one or the other get into the New Year Six? Nope. You got to get one of them in there, though, man. I mean, if they're the highest, I mean, okay, you cannot go wrong with Central Florida in a 21-game winning streak. I mean... I can see Central Florida getting, you know, the New Year's Six. I would actually would like to see them make it to the college football playoffs. Give the give, give group a five happen, a chance. Though. It's not gonna happen though. I know. I mean, unless you add, unless you add the American to to the Power Six, which you should because you got well. Uh, then again, you got UConn in that in that conference. But what what if everybody start losing? Let's say. We we have some upsets because you know we've been you have that every year in college football. November third is is what everybody's going to be calling Separation Saturday, right? Because you got on that schedule November third you got Alabama LSU, you have Clemson Florida State if I'm not mistaken. No Clemson already played Florida State. No Clemson does play Florida State on November third if I'm not mistaken. Um, well, I have to go back and look at. I'm, I'm pretty yeah, sure. I'm, I'm gonna look that up for you. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure. But I mean, I'm looking at the schedule. And I'm like, you know, Georgia, Georgia, Kentucky, Alabama, LSU. I think Auburn plays A and M that night too. Or Auburn play? Yeah, Auburn plays A and M on November third. So Clemson I'm, plays Florida State this Saturday. This Saturday. Okay. Okay. 
All right, so it's this Saturday at noon. Okay, yeah. Okay, so so I was asking a week a week ahead of myself with the with the Clemson for right. state game, but right. But you know the thing about it is, you look at these next two weeks. These are separation Saturdays. You know, and you look at especially November third because mm-hmm. you look at November third. It's always the second week of the college football playoffs is when you see how it's going to shape up and how it's going to shape out. Does Ohio State have enough time to get themselves back into the into that college football playoff talk, even with a bad loss with Purdue? Yeah, they have plenty of time. I mean, yeah, they, they I mean they still got. I mean, I think they play. Do they play? They play Michigan State on November third, right? No, they played Michigan State already. Ohio State plays somebody on November third. So does Michigan. I can't remember who Michigan plays on November third either. But those are landmine type games for either one of those teams, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Ohio State plays Michigan State on the tenth of November. Okay, they play on they play on Georgia weekend. They have a bye week this weekend. Okay, and they play Nebraska on. On the third. Oh yeah! Special congratulations to Scott Frost and getting that finally getting that monkey off your back, man. I mean that should happen like four or five games ago, but you know who's counting? I mean you're one and six now. Good job. I mean so, but here's the thing: we look at we look at all these games from here on out. Washington State has a chance, you know, but they still have to play Washington State at the end of the year. And Washington State did beat Oregon. They beat Oregon pretty bad last week. So they beat Oregon by like 30. So, and Corso picked them. I can't believe Corso picked them. So, I mean, you you got a lot of, you got a lot of a lot of different things going on in regards to that, man. I mean, you do. And so with the college football playoff, you know, starting to starting to break itself down. November this weekend and November third are going to be very important weekends. Up until championship Saturday, right? Because you got Washington State playing Stanford this Saturday. Yes, seven p.m. Eastern time. Yes, is that an ESPN game or a Fox game? Uh, it's probably gonna be a Fox game. You know, usually the SEC has the the ESPN schedule tied up on Saturdays, unless it's a late game. Right, right, right. Yeah, Patrick about the dark game. Yeah, you're right. But, you know, I I think you look at, like I said, you look at, look at a lot of these, these different, these different schedules here. It's so wide open this year with the playoffs, you know. Of course, one, two, and three are pretty much set. But four, five, six, aren't because you got some good one-loss teams and you got a couple two-loss teams in there as well that can still fight their way in. So, and dare I say, you may have a three-loss Auburn team in there as well. I mean, okay, I'm I'm joking. I'm joking so hard about that. I'm so sorry if I offended anybody who's a football purist. Okay, so... So if I offended anybody as a football purist, but um, we're going to take a quick session break. We'll be right back. We're going to jump into some MMA, 
and a big rumor uh, in regards to my man Demetrius Johnson. Y'all stay tuned. Baby looking good, rockin' red bottom Pussy so good, get your heart problems Flying sex state, she ain't nothing like a bitch She in love with me, got sip and lean out the picture I'm fuck good, leave the lights on My love, do you ever dream of making love to a rich nigga? I'm so right, this is a sex bitch Blame it on the liquor, girl, I got a liquor you either land with me or you playing with me In other words, baby, are you fucking with me? I just wanna know if you fucking with me Let nigga know cause I really feel you Got me Amazon, girl, what's up with you? I just wanna talk to you, girl, about the future I put water in my chain, now I'm way, way cooler I'ma get you high in the plant she ain't never seen Pull up in the seat she ain't never seen I just wanna talk to you, girl, let me talk to you Nothing like a little baby girl, let me talk to you Baby girl, let me talk to you Baby girl, let me talk to you I just wanna talk to you. I just wanna talk to you. Put your phone out and walk with me. I never fall with none of these lanes. Young nigga really get it. Young nigga really get it. G5 to the west side. Before I got a nigga high. But I never you see the sky. You really can't dab because I'm I just wanna talk to you, girl, about the future. I put water in my chain, now I'm way, way cooler. I'ma get you higher than the planet you ain't never seen. Pull up in the shit you ain't never seen. I just wanna talk to you. Nothing like the lead, baby girl, let me talk to you. Smoking on some shit from the west side. I'ma get you higher than the east side. Bullin' with the niggas on the right side. On top of nigga that'll keep it right. Pull up at the red light. I'ma drop the top of the hair right. She ain't nothing like no mother bitch. She fell in love with a real nigga All the dribble got me fucking with her Baby girl, no, I'm fine I just wanna talk to you, girl, about the future I put water in my chain, now I'm way, way cooler I'ma get you high in the planet she ain't never seen Pull up in the seat she ain't never seen I just wanna talk to you, girl, let me talk to you Nothing like the last baby girl, let me talk to you Baby girl, let me talk to you Baby girl, let me talk to you I just wanna talk to you. I just wanna talk to you. Put your phone out and walk with me. Phone out and walk with me. I never fall with none of these lanes. Young nigga really get it. Young nigga really get it. G5 to the west side. Before I got a nigga high. Rather have a man, you see the sky. You really ain't dabbing cause I'm Red bottom slippers, she my Cinderella. Magic City, G5, shout about whatever. She focused by getting in. I worry about you, bitch. It's a vision on paper. No time for the haters. Shots on deck, baby girl, turn up with me. Once you gon' turn up with me, now if I check, got me ballin' like Petey, Orlando, my city, let's get it, we livin', we gon' make a movie, no matinee, Kim K, Ray J, way before Kanye, send it my city, we fuckin' till Monday, put your phone down and walk with me, Molly got me key, want you talk to me, run a game like 2K, but we look out it a long way, I wanna talk to you, girl, about the future, I put water in my chain, now I'm way, way cooler, I'ma get you higher than the planet she ain't never seen, Pull up in the seat, you never seen. I just wanna talk to you, girl, let me talk to you. Nothing like the last baby girl, let me talk to you. Baby girl, let me talk to you. Baby girl, let me talk to you. I just wanna talk to you. I just wanna talk to you. Put your phone out and walk with me. Phone out and walk with me. I never fall with none of these lanes. Young nigga really get it. Young nigga really get it. G5 to the west side. 
searching for you. So can't you see the fire? Robin's steady burning for you. To make it clear that I got more than a yearning for you. I'm just hoping you see me as someone that's perfect for you. Say that I'm worth it for you. And when I find you, I'll be the first to remind you that what we live in is timeless. And by the time we will rise, and I swear, start to see that it's one hell of a life. And we finished on it off with one hell of a You're the one I can't seem to find But look up, you can see me now among the sky On the horizon, it's searching for you among the highs You got me feeling like I'm always running out of time Or maybe out my mind, playing my part again If life again, will you shuffling up my cards again Reading your signs, so I'm finna follow my heart again Rolling through traffic like I've been passing the cars you in You got me looking back It's like you're moving away and back of my I'm staying focused and trying to send you up. So for the future, what's my chance of being? And I can promise you only getting the best of mine. You got what's worthy of really putting the rest aside. The inner beauty to sell a woman is best to find. The funny thing is that, girl, you something I'm best to find. To the press box and the tailgate crew. My name is Jermaine. The main event is in the building. So glad to be back in the, on the air with you guys. We're gonna talk some. We're gonna talk some MMA now, man. And you know, of course, you all know about the whole situation with Conor McGregor and Habib Nurmagomedov, or however you say his last. Name. Never been able to say his last name. Um, well, from what we know right now. Their their suspensions have been uh, extended by the Nevada State Athletic Commission. Um, they are still investigating the whole incident. Um, so these are indefinite suspensions. Uh, and, and as for uh, Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor did make an appearance at a Cowboys game recently, and he threw a football. And I swear he threw a football like a softball, and it looked like a wounded. It looked like a wounded animal. It wasn't even a duck. It was just wounded. Um, so, so I, uh, I just thought I'd throw that out there for you in that regard, in, in that update. Um, but some other some other news that that uh, could be affecting the flyweight division in in the UFC. Of course, we all know uh, Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse, as he's officially known as um, to many of his fans. Uh, we all know he's on hiatus uh, due to the injury that he suffered in his, in his loss uh, in the championship game, in 
championship fight with uh, Henry Cejudo uh, back in uh, back in, uh, in the early summer. There's there is a rumor there. Well, it's not even a rumor. This is this is almost this is almost done. Um, in in some cases, uh, it's going to be like a trade of sorts. Um, Demetrius Johnson just signed a, a big, a, a big multi-fight uh, extension, uh, a couple uh, just in 2016. That would have it's like a ten-fight extension or eight-fight extension. I can't remember uh, how long it was, but he uh, is looking to possibly uh, release uh, Demetrius Johnson. The UFC is. And in turn, Ben Askren, who just retired after beating Shinya Aoki um, last year, he has not fought in over a year. This could be a trader source. Um, this could jumpstart the one FC's flyweight division, which is 125 pounds. And this could also bring in Ben Askren to the UFC on a multi-fight deal, where he's going to fight the likes of. A possibly returning Murray McDonald, who wants out of his Bellator contract, who uh, is actually trying to get out of his Bellator contract, actually, uh, to come back to the UFC. And also, um, possibility of a GSP fight um, to see who's the best grappling, best MMA grappler in the world is. So, Ben Ashman coming to the UFC. In exchange for Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson, that could be very, very big for One FC in a, in a sense because you look at One FC and 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 the, and the fighters that they have in in, in their um in their stable. Also, you know, with the likes of possibly adding a guy like Eddie Alvarez to the fold, which Eddie Alvarez has publicly said that it's it's a it's an eight figure deal. And uh, and I'm just wondering, you know, who in the hell would give a guy like Eddie Alvarez a big deal like that when you've lost three of your last five fights and two of those were by knockout, one to Conor McGregor, and then your last fight out, you got knocked out as well. So um, I, I just don't I don't understand why. You know why that why you would pay him a multi million dollar deal. Um, I do realize that it was it was a little bit more than what the UFC was offering you, but at the same time, I mean, you're who's been punch drunk for the past I would say the past few years. I wouldn't say the past few years, but you've been in some wars. I mean, you've been in wars with Michael Chandler. You've been in wars. Uh, with with Brent Primus, you um with other fighters as well. I mean, so I mean, even even here in the UFC, I mean, you just went one on one with probably one of the better fighters in Dustin Poirier, knocked out. So, I mean, this is a guy for me. I think he should have stayed in the UFC because he's gonna go to one. He's gonna go to a to a division. At one at one UFC at one fifty five, that is that is really not that deep. 
I think the only other top fighter that you have at one FC that's at one fifty five is Shinya Aoki. Shinya Aoki also wants to come to the UFC, but visa issues and things of that nature is bring that. So he couldn't even fight in Bellator because of those visa issues as well. When they try to when they, when Bellator tried to sign him, so you look at so we look at one FC. We look at we look at the rosters that they have there. I'm I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Uh, between now and then, because you know you've got some good fighters over there. One of you also, you know, got some got some big money fights in regards to to the UFC. But getting back to that trade, man, that just shows you the kind of the kind of footprint that the UFC has in the world of mixed martial arts. Also, with One FC, I mean, you're looking at possibly the two best organizations in in all of mixed martial arts. With Bellator being a distant, a distant, distant third to them, and then you're probably, then they're probably even behind uh, the international, the uh, the World Series of Fighting organization, which is renamed itself for like the 75th time. That's uh, that's NBC Universal um, backed, whereas you got the Viacom backed Bellator, and then you have. Um, the UFC, which is which is backed by the WMC, and 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 One FC, which is backed by the founders of Dream and the founders of Pride. So you you've got some guy you got some managed people that's working for each of those organizations, but you also got matchmakers in Roy Sefo who matches. You've got guys like Scott Hoker who. Is giving MMA a bad name, and then you have um, you have the matchmakers for the UFC who's trying to give you the best matches they can give you uh, with their stable of fighters, and there's a big stable of fighters. That's why you see so many so many shows at one time. So with that in that regard, I mean you're looking at you're looking at a lot of great fights, a lot of great things that is going to happen, um, especially in the next couple of months. Um, and and that just goes to show, you know, especially um, November third. I mean, November third, Daniel Cormier, Daniel Cormier, um, Derek Lewis, Hart, Aston Square. I mean, that had to be done. It had to be it had to be done in in a in a in a um in a in a, in a quick manner. Because there were so many people that were dropping off that card, um, but the fight that I, that I'm excited to see on that card, not just the Derek, not just um, not just the uh, the Daniel Cormier Derek Lewis fight, but I'm looking at the Jacare Chris Whiteman fight. I mean, Jacare getting older now, against uh, a Chris Whiteman who's finally back, finally healthy. Finally ready to reclaim um, his his title at 185. I mean, this could be a really good matchup. This is a great matchup of two great wrestlers, uh, Jock Ray, who is a who's a great jiu-jitsu practitioner, um, as well as Chris Weidman, who can step and 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 pound you, or do whatever he you know he can step and pound you. He's a good all-around fighter, great wrestler, take down the fence, great 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 all-around fighter. I'll be talking more about this on the um we talking more about this next week. Just, 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 
top bottom. You see the name. I mean, Derek Lewis just fought three weeks ago. You know, he had the famous "My balls is hot" uh, quote um, as well. But this whole card, you know, from top to bottom, um, from from the from the preliminary card with fight pass on up. I mean, this is this is just a great card, and um, and then you got Sierra Eubanks and Roxanne Ferry, uh, which is going to be a great women's fight. Uh, so I'm very excited to see that fight as well. So. You know, you got a lot. Of, you got a lot of great, great fights. You know that's involved in the next few, in the next few weeks, next few months that I'll be talking about. Uh, so, with that being said, we're gonna take a station break. We'll be right back. We're gonna talk about some. Uh, we're gonna talk about some things that I did not, that I rather would not talk about, but we need to talk about. So, y'all stay tuned. People still searching for this truth here. I can get away. Run 
waiting on the turn out to get away. Waiting on a getaway. New fellas ain't rockin' in, uh, same mix just droppin' in, uh, why you sound like rockin' in, well, can't be the better jacket than, through the lights of my own, I get away, new mic, new stage, new life, new game, new price, same vision, new hype, if I can get away, at seats crib, if I can get away, like a villain on a getaway, see the pedal break, I've been twisting fangles, I've been torn my bangles, I've been running with 
bankrolls, diamonds and gold. From the project flows to bankrolls, diamonds and gold. From the project flows to bankrolls, diamonds and gold. From the project flows to bankrolls, diamonds and gold. Crash on. Oh, no. 
see the hot boy, you better send me where the can went. Bop out the crayon like a red for the can went. Say, it's your head for the bread. It's your neck for the stick. Bop the crayon like a red for the... Thank you for calling. Thank you for calling. Jump. Thank you for coming. Welcome back into the Fresh Fox and Tailgate crew. My name is Jermaine. The main event is in the building. I don't know what that just happened just then, but it happened. So we're just going to move on. But, you know, we're going to talk about some things that happened over the, over the weekend, man, especially the the Rockets. The Rockets-Lakers game, which, uh, you know, we'll chalk it up to an L. You know, which I could care less for. Um, you know, because LeBron's there. I mean, I'm not a HEAT fan, and that's where everybody, you know, is. You know, he's a HEAT fan, you know. So, wherever LeBron is, that's where they're a fan of. Not that guy. Not going to be that guy. So I'm, I'm a Bulls Warriors fan. I'm a Warriors fan. I'm a Boilers, I'm a Warriors fan. Now I'm just going to put it like that. Combination of the two words. So, Y'all don't like it, whatever. We'll say this. A lot of people talk about Chris Paul being a being a horrible being a horrible teammate. I've heard so many different versions of of what Chris Paul is and what Chris Paul isn't. But what but what the bottom line is is this to me. And a lot of people are going to disagree with me, and I can care less if you disagree with me or not, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm in the press box. Y'all want to join me in the press box, y'all call in. Y'all know the number, 646-378-20298. We can, do, we can talk about this all day long. What Rondo did was straight up, bushly, childish, despicable, the most horrible thing you can do, man. You spit on somebody. I mean, I, I know y'all had beef in the past. You spit on a guy. And then you try to justify spitting on the guy by saying that he was a horrible teammate. He was this, he was that. He's this, he's that. And then, then you got Ben Big Baby Davis. Who is that? This all was a horrible teammate. I will dispute anything that that Big Baby Davis says because of this. You had a grown man basically yell at you and Kevin Garnett, and you broke down like he whooped your ass with a belt. And I, I'm, I'm saying I'm, I don't cuss, but that's how you broke down. You broke down like a child getting whooped with a belt. But you gonna call somebody else, another uh, another teammate horrible? You got the credibility of you got the credibility of a brick, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. Other team, other players that don't even have any kind of relevance to anything because they've never done anything with their with their basketball careers. If that's the case, anything about DeAndre Jordan saying that that he was an awful. He's an awful teammate. But they played together. You know. And they didn't like each other. From from what a lot of people say. If that's the case, then you know, the State Farm commercials, the interviews they did together, 
all this other stuff. I mean, was it a front? Was it something? Was I mean, somebody tell me about it. But you spit on a man like you did, and Ray John Rondo spit on a dude. Chris Paul, bad teammate or not, basically made yourself look like a punk. And then when the dude mushes you. Because you spit on him, and you throw the first punch, and then he hits you with the two-piece. And was about to get you with the biscuit until uh, until Brandon Ingram came across and and dropped one of his one of his one of his right hands on you. It's a wonder that didn't get worse. And it took a guy like Lance Stevenson, Lance Stevenson of all people. To Lance Stevenson, of all people, to break up something that could have potentially went that much further south. And then, you know, a lot of people were talking about LeBron grabbing, instead of grabbing his teammate, he grabbed. He grabs Chris. Okay. So they're the godfather to each other's kids. They're friends on and off the ice. On on off the ice. Off the court. I mean and they, they, they best friends. I mean they bosom buddies. They're they're chums. They're Adversaries on the court, homeboys, dignitaries. I mean, whatever you want to put, whatever kind of adjective you want to put there, that's what they are. Allies. Whatever. I just had to throw that last one in there because I had to to end on a good one. Banana boat boys, yes. But anyway, the point of the matter I'm trying to make is that if you if you talking about well LeBron did this LeBron did that and we talk about Brandon Ingram you know he being so young he 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 should have done that you didn't see Kyle Kuzma do that you didn't see Lonzo do that you didn't see you didn't see any of the young players do anything like Carmelo try to step in between everybody to break up everything. But the saving grace in this whole thing is Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson, the same guy that blew in LeBron's ear. The same guy that blew in LeBron's ear. The same guy that caused all kinds of turmoil in the whole Paul George situation after when Paul George came back from the broken leg. Same guy who caused Roy Hibbert to leave Indiana because he because he told him it was to him or it was gonna be Lance. The same Lance Stevenson who went to Charlotte and basically 
did nothing to help the Bobcats. This is the same Lance Stevenson that saved what potentially could have been a Malice in the Palace Part 2. My man, T-Rex, you got a thought on that? I'm going to defend Lance Stevenson. I'm going to tell you... I'm gonna tell you the real reason why Rondo and I'm not. Uh, hold on, hold on before you before you, before you get started. I I am I am not. I am not saying anything bad about Lance Stevenson. I'm just saying he was at saving grace. Go for. He a terrible athlete, just like Rondo and Michael Beasley to a certain extent. He want those guys ready for the playoffs. Because, you know, when the playoffs come, it's going to be a lot more physical. It's going to be a lot a lot, lot more half-court offense instead of all this fast hippie. So, you got the Joker, which is Lance Stevenson. You got Mr. Triple-Double, Rondo, or they, were, or they call him Playoff Rondo. You got him. My Beasley was a second pick in the in the draft, and he didn't live up to that potential. But he could be a spark for you as well, and another veteran mind on that bench. So that's the real reason why those guys are there. Lance Stevenson, he just he playing that role. He playing that Rotman role, that Metal World Peace role, where you gonna be chip. You gonna get in people's you're gonna get in people's head and everything. Yes, you're gonna do do some saving grace stuff. But you know what kind of player he's gonna be when, when it's time for the playoffs to come around. Would you would you necessarily let me let me put it this way. Would you necessarily categorize Lance Stevenson as a killer at times? I mean, if he had to. I mean, a killer what aspect? I mean, if he took over a game and you needed that big shot and you had you put him in a 1-4 situation. Okay, I, I get what you're saying. I, I want, he won't be my first option, but we have seen Lance take over games when he was playing with the Pacers the first time. He has gotten some triple doubles. The, the the guy is really talented. Like they say, Lance will make you dance. Yeah, he he can make people dance yeah, now. Yeah. He, he can he can handle that ball and, and and take it to the hole, you know, with the best. But he's not consistent. But I don't have no problem with him ha- having the ball because he is really a good player. He has a very good high basketball IQ. And so with him buying into this one year deal with the Lakers with an option and kind for of a being second. yeah, an option for a second, kind of can mentor these young guys too. People might say he might not be the best mentor, but he's a veteran. He's been in the league, he's been around, he knows how to play when he wants to play. And so we're hoping that he shares kind of knowledge with those guys and he has a cerebral mind and he's going to be there to help LeBron and the Lakers. 
for this playoff run. But next year he won't be there. I don't, I don't think he's going to be there next season. He's just going to be there for this year. Just kind of be a a placeholder for whatever superstar they're going to get there for this year. Yeah, and I agree, I agree with that. But you know, with teams with cap room next year, and I, I and I'm going to throw out some teams that's going to have plenty of cap room next year. Chicago, Milwaukee, L.A., both the Clippers and the Lakers. Portland's going to have, have – Toronto's going to have plenty of room with DeMar DeRozan's contract coming off. Where do you think a lot of these superstars are going to end up going? And then not only that, you got Supermax deals that are probably going to be handed out to some of these players as well. So what do you think some of these free agents will land? And I'm talking about uh, I'm, I'm, and the two that, that I'm really talking about, well, the three that I'm really talking about in this, well, the four I'm really talking about in the situation is Anthony Davis, Boogie Cousins, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. And then you also have the guys who can opt out after next year. McCollum can opt out after next year. Damian Lillard can opt out after next year, after this season. What do you think some of these guys are going to fall in? Where do you think some of these guys can go? First of all, you you didn't name the most important piece of the free agent puzzle, and that's Kevin Durant. I'm not going to name Kevin Durant because because Kevin Durant is is most important. Uh, we're not gonna name Kevin Durant though. But not I mean I'm not even gonna add him into this. You because have to. You can't. Because you have to You can't. Because the market is not you gonna can't move. because somebody's gonna give him a somebody's gonna either offer him a super match deal right. right off the spot or not. So we all know we all know right. this. He, he, he's the problem though. We can't we can't come in He's oh, not the problem. I mean yes. he's not the problem. You gotta look at okay, if you gonna <laughs> look at him as being a problem you gotta look at Anthony Davis has been a problem. You gotta look at and they still got two years on his deal. But he can opt out after next year though. After this season. Not according to to what ESPN had reported a couple of days ago. Oh, so they still have opt him out. under ironclad for like two years. Oh, so he so he did get the guarantee money. Right. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So I didn't know that his that his contract was guaranteed. Yeah, so with he that, got two years. He got this season and next season. So, he has no leverage right now. Don't say so, is the big domino because the Knicks. It's been reports that the Knicks is is, is strongly in consideration again Durant, but it's all depend on how Porzingis plays. If he comes back in March, they want to see if he still can play at that elite level that they uh, uh projected him to be. Do you really Durant? Getting twenty. 20 points of Do you really think that Kevin Durant is going to leave the Western Conference just to go to to a team that's fallen so far behind everybody else in the East? Yes, and here's why. People feel like his legacy took a hit because he went to Golden State. Okay, let's say they How win. Can let's, your say, legacy? Let's, say, let's say they win the championship this year. That's three rings he got. Now, Durant want to have a new challenge. He want to have his own team. He want the team to have his identity. 
Okay. Okay. So you so had that. He goes to New York. He's gonna be the number one option by default, regardless of whoever's there. So Przingis gonna be his number two. So if he can take a dormant franchise that hasn't mm. won a championship since the early seventies and win a championship, they'll that's never win a championship. His back up to where it needs to be in a way. They'll never win a championship. I mean, look at look at this. The Knicks, along with Kimball Walker coming there. Oh or, my or, God. Or possibly. Oh my God. Well, Kyrie oh has already devoted that he's going to sign yeah, the five-year five Superman, Superman deal. Yeah. But so, Kimball Walker, you get Kimball Walker there with Durant, Przingis, then you got Knox there. They, they, they definitely thinking Knox going to be a, a big-time Somebody player. please choke me. Because New I, York I, will be back on the map. You're going to have New York, Boston, and L.A. like uh, it used to be. You're gonna, you That's what in Chicago. Dude, you're going to have me, gonna you be got me choking three, on my... In three years, the, the old franchise is going to be the cornerstone of the... You league. got me choking on my own vomit right now. I mean, I just want you to know this. That's because breaking news. That's before Jalen is a COVID, ESPN, or anybody. <laughs> you got breaking news right now. You got me throwing up in my mouth right now. Kimber Walker going to the Knicks is like telling me that that John Starks is going to come out of retirement and play for the Bulls. Hey, come on, he, man. Oh, hold on. Kimber Walker is an all-star guard now. I know this. I know this. But do you really he think is that a borderline <laughs> franchise player? Do you really think that Michael Jordan's going to let him go? He can go. He can walk out the next season. Yeah, exactly. But do you really think that, that yeah. he's going to let him go yeah. and not pay him they, money? They had him on the trading block. Last season, yeah, they Why had him on the trade. They, they had him on the trading block last year because they knew they wanted to make the playoffs. But when he decided to stay, now they want to offer yeah. him money. But now, if you bring now if you bring a guy in, this is another team that's got cap room left next year. So, so you know, if you keep Kimber Walker there, you got a chance to get Boogie Cousins. You got a chance to get to get another to get another uh, Ford. Possibly in another trade, you may have a chance to get Kevin Love in the trade. I mean, so you look at look at what Charlotte has. They got a lot of young talent that can be used as trade bait. You can bring in another. You bring in the shooting guard. I mean, you bring in a veteran presence. This could be a playoff team. This should have been a playoff team last year. I mean, you go what thirty six and forty six last year. You still finish two games out of out of eight, number eight spot? Come on now. Come on now. I mean, this is a good, good, good Charlotte team that could get better if they keep what they got. If Michael was smart, that management team was smart, especially with Mitch Kupchak there, you would you you would keep a guy like like Kimball Walker. You'd go after the boogie cousin. You go after, you go after a Clay Thompson. You go after somebody like that. But a lot of people are saying that Clay Thompson is going to end up signing signing a big deal by the All Star break because that 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 conversation is going on pretty well, and they might even have a chance to sign Draymond again and just pay the, and sign a Draymond to a to a max deal and just pay the luxury tax. What do you think of that? Well, I'm gonna give you some breaking news about Demarcus Cousins. I heard this before, and I strongly believe this too because I know something about 
the uh, salary cap and a player exception and once you hit the 10-year mark. All right. DeMarcus Cousins is in his, what, eighth, eighth ninth year. season, eighth year? Okay. He's going to resign with Golden State next year. This is the minimum, isn't this, it? Yes. Hear me out. This is not a one-year project. Oh, yeah, of course not. He feel like well, he's not going – he's not – of course, he's not playing the full season. He, he's still out. He won't be back probably until, like, January or February. They're projecting so, him to be at the All-Star break. He's going to get a ring this season with them. Okay. He want, He needs a, another full season to pr- prove himself, which would be year nine. Okay. Sign another minimum deal with Golden State. Now he's at full health. He can prove himself. And win another ring, possibly. So he has two rings. No, he he's a tenth year player. That means he he can get max dollars because of, of his tenure in the league. Now he can leave Golden State and go get that five year, one hundred and eighty million dollar deal because of that. So well, let I me, can see him let playing me, there let two be, years let me be, to, to get to get his two rings and, and ride along and on that wave. And then he can command whatever kind of salary he wants for anything he want to play for. Let me play out devil's advocate in this. Here it first. Let me play devil's advocate in this. If you if this is the case, when he asks for two hundred million dollars, if what you're saying, if he's going to be back to that twenty ten form, that twenty points, ten rebounds, four assists that he was that he was averaging, you know, over the course of his career. Along with a block, what, 1.3 blocks a game, something like that, over the course of his career, if I'm not mistaken. If he comes back to that form, we all knew he wanted the $200 million deal. Could he push himself to the $200 million deal? Supermax deal? Well, he probably won't get that Supermax deal, but he can get comfortable money where it would be. Five years, maybe you know, one sixty to one eighty, pushing toward that two hundred mil. But as far as like going like two fifty and stuff like that, he won't get it from Golden State. No. So he's going Golden State probably not pay him that. They're gonna let him go, but he's gonna be a two year project with them. He's gonna play right along. He's gonna you know contribute to the team in the playoffs. And then he's going to have another full year with them. Clay Thompson might be gone next year. I doubt it. I doubt it. I mean, because a lot of the reports coming out of coming out of, uh, out of that out of that camp is that they're going to try to have Clay Thompson signed by the All-Star break, you know. But I'm, I'm going to tell you this, too, though. Durant is still the big domino. Durant might leave and go somewhere with New York. Now, the markets can stay with Golden State and sign a five-year Two hundred forty million dollar deal. No, you still but are got. You really still, got... And so you still got Draymond. You still got Thompson, Cousins, and Curry. You still got your nucleus there. Durant gone. Now you can't can't tell me that Golden State won't be the favorite with the, with that four shoot. They will well, be the favorite. They probably favorite. still win championship with yeah, that. Yeah, of course, of course, but. Like you said, Durant is the X factor, but I think I just think that Durant actually just I actually think Durant likes being in in Northern California, because that's the same thing with Clay Thompson. But I think it's just a comfort. 
but it's gonna be a legacy thing after after this third ring. After they win the championship this season, it's gonna be a legacy thing. He wanna go somewhere and and prove that he can win with his own team with him him being number one, not him and Curry. Cause him and Curry, they pretty much number one. They pretty much alpha dogs. They cancel each other but out. But here's the but thing, he though. New York, he, thing. he know he's gonna be the big dog. But here's the thing with, with that: if you're gonna if you're gonna put that in that in that in that aspect, since Kevin Durant's been there, Kevin Durant's been the one that's been winning the Finals MVP. So you can't really say that that you have two alpha dogs on that team. You got you really got four alpha dogs on that team. I mean, you may have Clay Thompson who may be the quiet one, but he's a dog. He's probably the best two-way player in the league. You look at Draymond Green. Draymond plays like magic. I mean, in a sense, he plays like a six-six uh, magic. I mean, because he hold on a minute, hold on a minute. While I say, well, the reason why I say that, because he can defend all five positions, and he will defend all five positions, but he does not have the vision that that Magic has. I, I can say that he can take over a game pretty quick too. Shout out to the Hawks. They are back in this game against Dallas. Their first game at the State Farm Arena, the former Phillips Arena. <laughs> I mean, but but my point is, Draymond plays like a magic with more emotion. Can play all, play all five positions. I, I get what you're saying, but he. He he's just a very versatile player, a Swiss Army knife type player. He has magic like tendencies. Stats. Yes, but he, I I can't. I, I mean, can't, I, can't I, say, I think I, I think you get what I'm saying, but I don't I, I don't want to put the, exactly. That's my point. I, I guess because they both went to Michigan State, they yeah. both got multiple rings and stuff. Right. So yeah, I, I think that that's why that's I think that's probably why I would put them in the, in that same. That was nice right there. Not not VC. Not Vince Carter. Vince Carter popped it. 87-year-old Vince Carter. Still doing it. Still doing 360s. Oh, man. ATL going to be turned. Oh, they they got the ball. Oh, boy. Oh, Oh, boy. Trey Young. Oh, oh, come on now. You're getting too fancy. Yeah. We're watching the game while we're doing the show. Yeah. And and again. This game is pretty good. And again, I, I I would rather see the ooh that was oh, a nasty block by Luka Doncic. Ooh, is he the next come? Is okay. We were talking about something off air, and I'm gonna bring it on air right now. I'm just gonna bring it out there. Top five players ever. Oh man. No, I'm saying who they would have stayed healthy. Could be top ten, top twenty players of all time. I named off five. I named off Grant Hill because I always thought Grant Hill stayed healthy. He had about four or five rings with Detroit. I named off Tracy McGrady. If Tracy McGrady did not have the knee injuries that he had, he would have won championship. Vince Carter, same similar situation. Y'all mean I named off him. Similar situation. Got another one at you. 
Do you remember do you remember um a kid from Portland that went to the University of Washington? Um trying to think of his name right now. Had to come out of the league because of knee injury. We all thought he was gonna be the next magic. I cannot think of his name right now. And I can't think of his name right now. I mean my mind went totally blank and and and, and his name was right there on my on the tip of my tongue. Oh my goodness. Oh he got hung on the rim. <laughs> yeah, we got hung up on the Oh man, dude got hung up on the rim, dude. Like, <laughs> Brandon, Brandon uh play for the uh play for the for the Trailblazers. Oh, you talking about Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at that top, you look at that five. He was pretty good until he had that knee injury. Those knees, man. Amara Stoudemire. Another one. Yeah. Another one. I mean. Y'all mean, of course. Yeah, I mean, so. If, if, if all those players, all those players I just named off, if they would have stayed healthy. Bo Jackson, I'm going outside. Oh, yeah, going outside. Let's go out, yeah, let's go outside. The, let's go outside the realm too. Bo Jackson, two sport, two sport athlete. Even and came back. And, uh, even came back and hit a hundred home runs with 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 a with an artificial hip. Yeah, he came back and hit a hundred home runs with an artificial hip. Who does that? Who does that? Um, you know, you name off some other some other players. Tyrone Pro. I think he would have had a great. I think he would have had a pretty good pro career. Oh yeah, people were looking at him oh. even with that that super catch against Southern Miss mm-hmm. uh, when he pinned the ball against the dude Hellman and held on to it. Uh, I I just hate what happened to him. I just had <laughs> that was the downfall Mike of Mike Shula right there. Yeah, against Florida, that was blowing up oh, thirty-one out. to three. And he's trying to throw a, a bomb and. You're up thirty-one to three, and you're still playing. You still never mind, never mind. Not that that's over and done with, but it still hurts my nerve even now, just to think about that. So, I mean, we can even throw out some other some other players too. I mean, there's so many more other players that that could have just been great. I mean, but just just getting back to the basketball part of it. Any of those five guys, would they be top ten all time guys? Oh, and what about uh Arvita Sabonis? Throw him out there too. Yes. Yeah, he had a knee injury too. But see, he they had his draft rights way before he actually came into the league. If he would have came during his prime People just don't understand how great this dude was. Yeah. Even when he came to, to the NBA, he was very slow and stuff, but his skill level was off the charts. Cerebral. When yeah. we talk about cerebral, Shaq about about Sabonis. Sabonis was very one of the great minds of basketball in any league worldwide. I mean, you win seven Euro leagues, seven Euro league championships. Then you come over and play for Portland, and you get so close to a championship. But I think they went, went as far as what the semifinals with him. 
the Western Conference semis with him, or so I mean, that was just nasty. Like I'm sorry, I mean I'm watching I'm watching the uh, Hawks game as well. Have have come back. They were down by like twenty at one point. Oh, was that was that was that DeAndre Jordan uh, or the Oh man, baseball. Is that Kent? That's Kent baseball. Baseball. <laughs> hey, I I don't like that's... the Hawks. <laughs> you don't like the Hawks. I don't like the Hawks. I'm a Bulls fan to the Hawks. I, I love going to Hawks games. Oh man. Um, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go to a Hawks game just to get a haircut. <laughs> uh, I really. I, I mean. I want to go and get a haircut. I mean, ATL place to be, man. I also want to go to a Falcons game too, man. I mean, DeAndre. I really don't like the Falcons. I hate the Falcons. To be honest, I mean, I I don't like the Falcons. I mean, you know, teach his own, but I mean, we'd love to go to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, you know. Hang out there and, and everything. I hate the Braves too. You know, I'm a Cubs fan to the heart. White Sox. Boo. Uh oh, Trey Young is getting a little physical, getting getting in somebody's face. Look at him. That's my boy. That's my dude right now. Hey, you know what? The NBA has uh, has uh, gotten chippy lately. Like, man, no, like, it's a high school. Getting chippy. Yeah, you mean people getting hit with a two piece? And you know, yeah, the people who got this are. People who deserve to get hit with the two piece got hit with the two piece. Rajon Rondo, you got you deserve to get hit with that two piece, for real. If I had a team, I'd be happy with any of those point guards, man. You know, Chris Paul is an assassin. Rondo, Rondo has 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 led a championship team. No, to a, Paul Pierce to a, and Kevin Garnett led that team. Let's not get that twisted. Rondo. Rondo was, was a point guard. That was not a big three. It was a big four. He was a point guard. He was guard. a big part. He was a point guard. He, he was a he point was guard. He was a maestro. He was a maestro. No, 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 no. He might. Am, am I not? I mean, I'm not going uh, to discount what you're saying. He ran that offense to the T. No, no. I don't think so. Yes. No. I, I don't know what what you were saying. You were saying I mean, a, okay. a, a decline Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett was still at, at the peak of his powers. I mean, he, he was, was declining. He was not declining. Paul Pierce. Was, he didn't. Was, he was, didn't start declining until they went to they went to Brooklyn. Come on now, let's let's be for real about this now. Rondo was probably the second most important player on that championship team. Behind, Ray Allen. behind Paul Pierce. Behind Ray Allen. It wasn't Ray Allen hitting those three. Paul Pierce. Ray Allen number three, Garnett number four. I don't know, man. I, I just don't. I, see, Garnett brought the toughness to Boston for them to win that championship. He was a wiry 6'11", 220 pound guy. I mean, how many 220 pound guys you see go up against Shaq and did not budge? And that that's what that's what made. For me, that's what makes going to a house game. That's what makes Kevin. That's what makes um, <clears throat> Kevin Garnett 
such a different guy. He and he, he and Kevin Durant have similar body styles. Of course, Durant may be more on the 185 side than than 200, you know, or the 220 that he says that he is. So, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know T-Rex. I I just don't know. But coming up this Friday, uh, Lord, see me fit to do it. I might go a little live for y'all. I might go to a football game, football game of my choice. Uh, Hopefully, we're going to – hopefully, I'll be going to a troop football game. Hopefully, I'll be going up to uh, Carrollton to see troop in Central Carroll. Or I'll be here in Valley High School, uh, here at uh, at Lynette, going to a Lynette game. I think Lynette plays here at home this weekend. Um, So, I know Valley's on the road. with playoff implications, actually, Valley can win and, and win and get in the playoffs. They need a little bit of help, though. Well, I said need what two two teams to lose to get in the playoffs. I don't even know, man. <laughs> I can't remember. I don't know. But <laughs> shout out to shout out to the True Power Tigers, man. They did clinch. They did clinch at least a home playoff game. Um, when they won last Friday night. Tanner Glisson, that two pie team, um, got some got a couple of Auburn commits on that team. Kobe Huss and Joko Willis. Got an Alabama commit. Um, King Makuda, who is actually gonna be playing in the in the Under Armour All in the Under Armour All American game. Um but it's yet to be seen whether he's gonna be a um a January enrollee or if he's gonna uh wait until the summer to enroll. So that's a that's going to be the big question um, if he's going to qualify early or not. So that being said, man, so excited, so excited about the weekend ahead of us, Georgia, Florida, A and M. Um, that's, that's November third. Oh yeah, my bad. I keep forgetting, man. Yeah, I keep forgetting. I mean, that's my fault, but. Um, yeah, all I said, I'm just excited, man, just to be talking, talking football, talking basketball, talking MMA with everybody. Um, you know, hopefully this, this Friday I'll be at a football game. I'll be going live and, and, uh, giving y'all some heads up on some things. Um, go up to Carrollton, go up behind, uh, behind Home Depot. You know, you know what a Home Depot is in Carrollton, right? I don't remember. <laughs> wow, and you lived in Carrollton for years. No, I lived there for like for two three years. months. Three months. Okay, I went there to uh, <laughs> University of West Georgia for a semester. He should have stayed there. I'm telling you, no, I'm there. proud to be University of Alabama in Huntsville. Oh, UAT in the building. <laughs> I had to laugh that off right there. That was really funny. But I don't know, man. This is this has been a fun night. It's been a real fun night. Watching wow, those are some nice Adidas. His name is Ice Tray. Really? <laughs> Come on, man. I mean I do like the Adidas shoes though. Yeah, you're wearing the shoes for breast cancer awareness. <laughs> 
you know, definitely need to increase awareness of cancer of all kinds. Oh, yeah. And, you know, of course, next month, you know, no, no shave, shave November. November. So no I got to get my hair cut this weekend. Yeah. And then I got to rock a ball spot for the month of November. That's and that's Ah. I definitely want to give a, a shout out to our brands, uh, Clearwater. Clearwater Vodka. Where the bottle? Where the box at, man? Where the box at? Yeah, we're, we're gonna get a box soon. We'll get a box, box soon. At, man. The hype magazine. Hype magazine. Yeah, the radio. Versus music. What's going on, homie? Ninety six one two. What's going on? Yeah, shout out to Blog Talk Radio. Oh yeah, shout out. Just a shout out to Tampa Mystic as well. Shout I am out you. to us. Yes, CC Vance. Still waiting on my, still waiting on my boss as well from you as well. You know, <laughs> love you too. <laughs> you boss on mine, man. I got that beard, man. That beard oil, and I'm telling you, that's that's a good stuff, man. I use that probably like once a week. And it really makes makes my beard hair soft and. And glistening and stuff. <laughs> now, is it going to make the hair on my bald spot grow? Check that's it out on the, Instagram. <laughs> that's what I want to know, man. Is it going to make my bald spot hair grow? Oh, I thought you said your balls. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? We would never say that on the air. Balls? Okay, no. That's like you said, about never, my balls. Never. Like, no, my bald spot. Oh, okay, your bald, bald spot. spot. Okay, I got you. Come okay. on, man. Come on, man. But, yeah. Hopefully, like they're gonna pull this out. That's that's good. We're gonna we're gonna be at the State Farm Arena soon, man. I, I just want to that Lakers game, man. I just I just want to see dollars a ticket. Though. I just want to see the new. The, I just want to see the everything that's new in there, man. Because I was I, I hadn't been to the arena in about two years, and I heard they did widen out the concourses. They did add new uh. New food items there. They added a new bar that's on the court. Um, also, you know, Luca Doncic and and Trey Young. Trey Young looks like he got a ball spot. He's ain't even twenty years old yet. Yeah, he's gonna be okay though. Yeah, but he's gonna be bald though, man. He gonna he gonna be rocking the little, little LeBron ball spot, dude. Yeah, I mean, feel Milwaukee that? gang gonna be the gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Greek, I agree. Greek. Ben Simmons, Embiid, Jabari Parker. No, Parker <laughs> plays with the Bulls, man. What oh, yeah, I forgot. About? Come on Dang now. it, man. Come I'm, on, trying man. To, I'm trying to be nice about this because I like Jabari Parker. I miss Jabari Parker. Shout out to Philly. Shout out to DJ Bugsy up in Philly. We're going to be out there, man. We're going to be on the show. I do a Phil Pop, his podcast. But yeah, you got, I, you got the invite. You got the invite too, man. Come down here to the dirty south in Alabama. Yeah, yeah. But they all cornfed girl down here. I don't know about up there. I think it's all Philly cheese steak and stuff like that. You know, and I love Philly cheese steak. That's spoken from a true <laughs> fat kid. I'm just letting you know that now. But anyway, this is Tailgate Crew, man. I'm in the press box right now with my man T Rex. We just just talking to. Man, I keep forgetting Jabari Parker plays for the Bulls now. I mean, because I'm so used to seeing him in that green, you know, of the Bucks. So that's what that's what throws me off a lot, man. Sorry, sorry. 
But I do like the Greek freak, though. Do like him, though. Giannis. I mean, with a name like Giannis, you got to be you got to be something special. I mean, I don't know how to say his last name. And I'm not even gonna try it. I said the Kupo. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, man. You didn't have to just 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 throw that out there like that, man. You know. I mean, I'm used to I'm used to saying, you know, soccer names like Jose Bouyubasic and and people like that. Yeah, he's retired now, so you gotta understand that. But I got it's an easier name, Joel Embiid. You think if he stays healthy throughout his career, if he doesn't have any back issues again or any foot issues again, is he the greatest big? Is he going to be one of those top five greatest big men of all time? I don't think he'll ever unseat. Bill Russell or Will, but can he be one of the top five big men of all time? Well, I don't know right now. He's still in the developing stages of his career, but it looks like he has gotten past the the injuries uh, that he had in the first few years of his career. He's pretty consistent in playing and you see that he's a good high scoring center and he's a great IQ. He can shoot inside, outside, he can defend. He's very charismatic and I can see him potentially being up there, but it's all gonna come down to championships and 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 how he leads whatever team he's playing for. I know he's with the seventy sixers, but you know, you gotta look at the business side of it. Anybody can be traded. But if he can um, win some championships, there he would be probably oh, one of the. Oh, oh, oh! I thought that counted, man. He threw that off the backboard. We got fouled though. But sorry about that. Well, yeah, I, I can I definitely see where you where you coming from with that. But got a few more minutes left, man. Um, special shout out to my nephew Jamil. To my nephew Jamil, his birthday is next Saturday on the third. I'm gonna be shouting him out next next on next Saturday as well, but. Tomorrow is my is my little man Justin turns fourteen tomorrow, um, and I hope that he has a great birthday. And um, I'll be hanging out with him probably probably Friday or Saturday after I get off work. But um, just really excited to, to be a part of the Vitalis Network. Special thank you to the admin Wendy. Special thank you to T Rex, DJ EA, who's in the press box as well. Special shout out to the homie. Uh Guap. Um you know oh yeah, also special shout out to, to my girl Stephanie. Um uh, I was meaning to get her on, on the line with us today, but uh you know, some things happened and we kinda ran a little long in one segment. But other than that, man, I mean I'm just so glad to be a part of this and glad to be a part of the network. Uh, but I'll be on um, next week, same time, next Wednesday. I'll be on on Saturday as well, previewing football, previewing some college football. So just excited to see uh, what next week's going to hold for us. And, uh, again, uh, and getting out of here, man, just want to thank everybody that, that's been a part of the, of the network and who supports us and everything. 
and um just a big thank you just thank you to everybody so um that being said you know everybody have a great week and you know ain't nothing wrong with with the grind so we all got dreams so let's go get them let's go tailgating I feel you're someone that's not only concerned with what's happening right now, but with your legacy as well. Um, what is the legacy that you're looking to leave behind? That I changed the world and I have fun doing it. Veronica, we all got dreams. I keep Veronica, we all got dreams. Hey, I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Right, I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Yeah, I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got yeah. The way I see it, it's only me and my team Motivated by pictures of places I've never been It's gonna leave the city and search for some better things My fam and a couple dollars, that's all that's left in my jeans Ain't accepted by nothing, we gunning by any means Wide awake on the surface, inside I'm living this dream Of going city to city with stories of what I've seen Lost in the translation, the mind of a human being I'm riding on life's pavement and trying to find what it means Fighting for something stronger than bottles of Jimmy Bean Study the moves of legends from Bob Marley to Queens, but drawing my inspiration from Rage Against the Machine. Saw it as a motivation and fueling my self-esteem. Could have been stationary, instead on stations I scheme. Brought myself on a road to becoming something obscene. It's just the sound of a gentleman getting after his dreams. Run it. <laughs> uh, Run it. Run it. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Hey. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Boy, I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Yeah, I keep it rolling cause we all got. I keep it rolling cause we all got. Let's take it back to 09. Walking for Arizona's cause none of us have rides Simple minus some stoners, we got nothing but time Now don't it sound bad? I'm talking back when Cuddy was the soundtrack Pursuit of happiness playing, just let it breathe I'm kicking back with my people, I swear it's all that I need Endless vibe on a planet of simply being at ease Started searching for freedom and ended up in the trees I tell you, there's nothing hardly that's replicating a feel Party until the AM with rhythm turning the wheels The trials of adolescence, they hella sacred for real From the way that I'm feeling, it's like I'm living, I'm still We born to carry the mission, carrying on tradition Introducing what's missing, and young minds that are lifted I throw myself on the road to living for higher means This just the sound of me getting after my dreams, run it Keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. I keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Keep it rolling cause we all got dreams. Keep it
keep it rolling cause we all got dreams Keep it rolling cause we all got dreams I'ma use these two hands to create my dreams And be in the field with the people I'm out of Caesar Delegate through my actions Let my life do the preaching You gotta mold the clay before you be Ali Cash is the root of the evil around me I mean what I'm speaking Call the truth and you call it deep Reach your mind with the power Moses used to open the sea, nigga See, nigga Understand, there's a God who's sitting above you Making a note of every time you struggle But never forget an ending is nothing Without the plot leading up to it He brought you to it He gon' lead you through Know that it's real And my faith is a trophy I have to prove it See I was born a king Who just grew accustomed to losing But I learned the only way to stand out Is to be outstanding So demand your greatness Despite of what the demand is Dream Dream Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.